so true. weird. Well, I we mean, were talking about hentai uh, before you got here. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Tom's like, I don't understand it. And I was like, well, I mean. What, I do understand. Like, what uh, don't you understand? <laughs> I do understand. I was talk- we were talking about ahi gao. So it's the thing in hentai. You probably see all the Instagram girls do it now where they, they cross their eyes and they stick out oh, their tongue. Oh, that shit is That's weird, weird. to me. Yeah, it, it's funny. And I like hentai and even I don't <laughs> care about that. When I see somebody do that, I am I? What's Are you happening? What? I feel like I'm getting picked up in every microphone except for mine. Anyway, it doesn't matter. When I see girls do that, I I would start like I laugh like that's silly. I don't to me. get the infatuation. Me either. That, um, that was the whole point it's, of the discussion. I think I think. Correct me if I'm wrong. I can't. Uh, younger yeah, younger from, generation. Let's hear from the resident pervert. Yeah. Oh, I'm just yeah. I'm disgusting. That's fine. Uh, I think what it is is you're giving the girl such a crazy orgasm. Her eyes are now crossing. That's so fucking dumb. <laughs> so yes, but it's not made for you. <laughs> you have to understand that. But okay, it's mostly it's made, made for lonely men. Neck beards. It, it, okay, the neck beards. <laughs> but like when you're watching porn, how much are you really looking at their faces? Oh, I, I, I all yeah. the time. I mean, if if so, okay. almost never. Well, maybe yeah. this is just the difference of like the male female experience with porn because yeah, men in porn like it's not like they're you're looking at their face. Oh God! So they never show the guy's face. I know, and I and I can't watch POV porn. I hate it. I need to see the guy, People. and he has to be a good-looking guy. Huh. It freaks me out if he's gro- like so. Okay, so my a favorite. Lot so I think a lot of them are gross, though. I know, and which that's is why they don't show them. Well, also, it's so that most people watching can relate to the guy. Hmm. That's why it's so popular. So, because they want to be that guy, and most people that are not, you know, getting laid on a regular basis probably look like that guy. So my favorite male porn star, I think you guys made fun of me on the podcast before for having a favorite male porn star, <laughs> but my favorite male porn star is Owen Gray. That guy. Oh, that dude is hot. As that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And he gets Whoa. to, he gets to, you know, he gets to sleep with the hottest fucking girls in porn. But I think a lot, I think a lot, a lot of the reason why women love watching his scenes is because they're like more female oriented. It's Very. all, it's, it's all about female pleasure in his. Yeah. I so mean, he has like a way of doing things but yeah and th- oh my god this sounds like fucking fucking pick me girl right here pick me boy but that <laughs> is the way i always did that in it, the bedroom is it yeah because um i obviously am not a looker in the face so i used to have to get good at that or else i wouldn't get the girls yeah and like interesting I, yeah. so you relate to owen gray well, he's he's a very handsome man in the face, but yeah, like I I like to try to be, I try to be like him and not the guys that are. I'm learning the POV. So about yeah, you. there's a lot of yeah. Oh yeah, I'm an open book, man. <laughs> to uh, sometimes his detriment, but sometimes it's, it's never failed awesome. me in the past. I can't. I actually can't lie. You would know as soon as I lie. I'm a really you're bad not liar. a good liar. Oh my god. Yeah, mm, yeah. Never. Yeah, can't lie. Can't cheat on anybody. <laughs> I would fucking. I would fail that. I've that never cheated. Liar. That no, lie detector neither. test. I would never do it. I never cheated either. Yeah. No. I don't. I don't understand it. I think it's just a. I uh, think it's laziness. Yeah, like you, your lack of communication. Yeah, lack of emotional intelligence. Maybe. What when we were, when we were, uh, in Kosovo, we were deployed to Kosovo. A lot of people cheated on their spouses. Hmm. Men, women. Like, Hmm. you get lonely. You get really lonely there, too. Yeah. And the the women have quite a pick of the lot when they're there, too. Interesting. So they will have multiple partners, whereas the men kind of have, like, barely a handful of the women to choose from. And when you get that lonely, dude... But this is going to be about you, this whole podcast, but I will say this. um, There have been on different, not not my deployment, at least not when we were there. One kind of ended when we got there, but there have been um, like sex rings when we go to places. As in. And so sometimes military, they'll they'll run them. So like the, the females will like make money doing that. And then when we got. Are these women in the army? Yeah. 
Why are the men not making money off this? Well, th- sometimes they are. They have pimps and all that shit. Oh, um, yeah. My God. Yeah, man. That oh, shit happens. Man. Yeah. That breaks my brain. Really? It does. Do, have you have you ever been around really desperate people? Well, like, don't you work in a hospital? Yeah, I do. So you've been around very desperate people. No, because I'm working with people with like autism and like intellectual disabilities. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I, I misunderstood. I thought you, you were in a. It's no, that's a valid question because yeah. a lot of people that work in hospitals work in like psychiatric units. Yeah. Mm. But I'm not working in a psychiatric unit or like with complex like psychiatric disorders and things like that. Do you do jujitsu? I do. I jujitsu. Oh, fuck. I, gotta I get... just started. Oh, okay. Cool. Like a couple months ago. Yeah. I, I did it for a couple months. I hurt my neck really bad. And then I, I had to stop. I got to go back. On you? I've been dying to, yeah. get, to get this discussion going. I, uh, the jujitsu thing. My, <laughs> the guy, a guy I roll with, I'm, I'm a very small person. I'm like 130 pounds, 135 pounds. You are pounds. not. Brad, yeah, he is. I'm a small, I'm a big, I'm 135 pounds. It's about right. Yeah. Just stretched out. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm, I'm just like, I don't have hips. Like I don't have, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't have any meat on me in the right places really, you know, like, like a female would. Yeah. Uh, the only people that are my size, there's a couple females, which I haven't rolled with a female yet. Um, Your use of female is interesting. Sorry. I that's, tried to break him of this, a, but he explained it. That's a, sorry. That is it's a, a military thing. That is a military thing. thing. Um, oh, that's true. I, I, and it, it feels weird if I say. I'm not going to give you shit for it. I never jujitsu a woman. <laughs> <laughs> you never rolled with a woman? No, nah, I never rolled with a, a woman. No. Really? Uh, Do you no. go to a gym where there's there, a there's lot There's women, women there, yeah. There's not a lot. There's a few, though. But they're like they high school girls. Oh, well, yeah. They're they're all either blue belts or black yeah. belts. So they're fucking yeah. you up. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but then I roll with but these that's who guys. you should be rolling with. Probably. Uh, so the only... There's, there's like two people I can make tap. And one of them is like... Other baby white belts. M- no, well, one of them's like a high school kid, like a a male that's so a my size. Yeah, and th- <laughs> that's it. Like, there's like there's him and then like one other guy who's like a little bit bigger than me, and I've only yeah. made him tap a handful of times. Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong though. Aren't you supposed to not be equally matched with everybody? No, you're not. Not in well, in a tournament you are, but when you I'm roll in class, no. I mean, it's not no. how you learn. But anything. The, the guy that really fucks me up is a guy at my unit who likes to like fuck with me, and he's yeah. like two three times my size yeah. he's like he's like the alpha soldier like the captain america guy the cool guy he is he's cool he's a good guy but he he fucks me up and i got i got i think another guy like brought me over his shoulder and i Aww. i fucked my neck up so bad in like what way Were you like stand- slammed like slammed me yeah why would he, See, why would he ever do that right because that's just how it goes I sometimes it's not That's, how it no, goes. No, it's not. All right, well, and he did. And in my in it, my experience, it, it depends if, on the gym. Is it, it a jujitsu gym yeah, or is it like an gym. M- yeah. MMA gym? No, jujitsu. Full on jujitsu. Why are your teammates slamming you? I mean, That's just, just we just got, I guess we got into it, and yeah, and I'm still new. I've only done like because I I would only go in once a week, so I only did like seven or eight classes by now. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm still very new. Yeah. Um, and I I heard it so bad I couldn't. Like I sing in a band, like I couldn't sing. I was like, I was like, I think I, hmm. I know the difference between like being in pain and then like something's actually fucked up. And I yeah, was like, I think like I, your neck was fucked up. I think I fucked something up. I was like kind of scared. Yeah. So I was going to go back this week, but we were, I forgot we were doing this on Thursday. We normally do it on Friday and Thursday right. is when I go. So anyway, yeah, that's cool that you do jujitsu. In my experience, I've, at least at my gym, I've never seen anybody slam anybody. And like even out. it also I even don't, in competition I think that it depends on like and I don't claim to know much because I barely been oh, rolling cool. yeah. but I, it sounds like you can't slam a lot of the time. You, you shouldn't. I, I think just what happened was um, he he just had me in a in a hold like interesting and then he just, just brought me it, old huh? yeah I mean like because I used to Dang. wrestle and we would do that in wrestling yeah well, you know if you could different. Well, I mean, you don't really do <laughs> a suplex so- when you wrestle. But yeah, he kind of just brought me over your shoulder, and I and I felt and like, <laughs> I, or I'm sorry, I didn't feel it at the time. And then, like the next day, I was like, "You felt Uh-oh, bad. Something's yeah. wrong." And then I went back the next week. Yeah. And just one thing after another, and I was like, "Oh, this is actually like really bad." I, I didn't want to take time off because I'm sure you're a similar way. It's like I have yeah. fear of missing out, and I feel like yeah. most people who do martial arts that kind yeah. of thing have that same. If you miss, like I've been getting, yeah. ta- I got tattooed recently, and I feel like I've taken a lot of time off, and yeah. I feel like I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing. Oh, like I went yes. back the other night, and I just got 
smashed and yeah. like didn't have a good time <laughs> do you you roll with the men and women then okay yeah yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of higher belts at my gym and i pretty much only i only roll with white belts that i trust because that's the most dangerous person that you can yeah, roll with because they yeah. don't know i, I don't know mm-hmm. what i'm doing they don't know yeah. what they're doing um but they say you should have like three partners like one person that's like really good one person that you're evenly matched with and like another person that you're better than and those should hmm. be like your consistent like so rolling partners we wrote the first like 20 minutes of class is like learning a new move you drill yeah yeah and then you and then after that you just roll just for roll. i think i i usually have six partners by the time i'm done so six times six that's Do 36 they minutes you switch is it like yeah. structured yeah like and then he's just like training? hey you go with you you go with you oh yeah. okay hmm. yeah that's interesting we drill and it, it depends on the instructor but we. oh drill. do you get the same person Every time you roll? It depends. No, but what we do is we do 30 minutes of drill mm-hmm. um, where we're just pr- practicing specific movements and then we go into live rolling, but we just pick whoever we want to go with. It's not okay. set for us unless it's like, but again, it depends on the class because sometimes you'll do specific drilling where it's like, okay, I'm going to start in like whatever close guard and we're going to have to get out of it. And then maybe you'll do like a couple rounds and then you'll switch partners, but it eventually oh, wow. turns into like live rolling where you get to choose who you go with oh that's cool so i never i've never rolled with anybody that i've not felt comfortable with oh man one time i rolled with a guy who was doing jujitsu for 12 years and he had me in a chokehold and then covered my mouth and closed my nose up oh the muffler yeah yeah it it was funny i just i was just like yeah, <laughs> like, I was like, I can breathe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's funny. He was also, Maybe you know, you twice go my to size. A different gym. <laughs> no, I I like this gym. So where do you go? Uh, because there's a bunch. Titan. Okay, yeah. I was gonna say there's I a bunch of Delaware. Uh, there's yeah, a bunch of Delaware that I've heard good things about. Dude, like, this guy is elevated. great. I mean, I honestly yeah, have too. a great time. I just, I just like, I I have another show coming up uh, in March, and I was yeah. like, I can't fuck my neck up again until that show is over like i couldn't even eat right like i was like i couldn't swallow properly and i was like dude like i've broken i've broken i think like nine or ten bones in my life and i was like this isn't right something's like not right here (laughs) yeah well you have to (laughs) couple i haven't broken any bones that's which is wild considering the situations i put myself in. oh yeah Oh, I've broken so many. And I've had stitches in multiple places. Like, sure. yeah. Just everything. Everything possible. Okay. So, right. for we haven't introduced our guest yet to the podcast. This is Kelsey. I don't know your last name. I don't even know if you want to say it on here. But... Just keep it at Kelsey. We can just be... Fine. You can just be Kelsey. <laughs> and do you want to tell the listeners what you do for a living? Okay. Um, I'm a board certified behavior analyst. So, BCBA. Okay. Um, And there's not like a cute... 30 second like elevator pitch to what i do it's pretty nuanced but essentially how i describe it to people is like i'm the person that you call when you can't figure out how to teach a skill and you need to reduce behavior so like if you're seeing Mm. extreme behaviors or you're seeing like hey this kid isn't learning this thing i'm not sure how to teach it um in all children or just special children with special needs specifically kids with autism is like my specialty okay but you the principles apply to large populations um and like a lot of stuff that you you everybody's implementing behavioral things all the time they just don't realize they're doing it like if you've ever trained your dog you've used similar principles that i would use to teach a skill like your wow. basic like reward system and shit yeah like re- like reinforcement. reinforcement yeah like reinforcement and like shaping that's how you teach a dog to like you know shake a paw or whatever like you're using behavioral principles to mm. make those behaviors happen did you go to college for that specifically i did yeah. okay I wow i got my master's in behavior analysis okay so that's an eight-year program then <laughs> oh no 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 um i worked in a, when i was an undergrad i worked in an autism clinic for like a year and a half and then i went and got my master's and it was only two years hmm. oh so six years total of college yeah. to make sure okay cool yep. was yeah. it like more concentrated or something it was. So I was lucky gotcha. enough to get into like a program that was very practitioner focused. It wasn't very research based, which it, it depends on what you're interested in. But essentially, they were like, we need as many BCBAs as possible because we have so many kids getting diagnosed with autism. So we're just going to pump out practitioners like hmm. in have two you, years. Have you ever met a kid that was diagnosed with autism that you didn't think was All autistic? Okay, cool. <laughs> All the time. I always wondered that because, you know, 
people are constantly like, fuck i mean look i'm, I'm, in, I, asked, I'm in. I asked her this question yeah, specifically I was about to bring that oh, up. the wow. other day i said have you noticed lately like an influx of people calling themselves autistic is, on the especially on the internet in the internet is sure. autistic the new add Remember how everyone AD, had ADD? ADD like falls under the same type of really like, umbrella same type. It's like not it's not ASD. Like you wouldn't. It's not the same diagnosis, mm. but it's in the same realm. Okay. It's there's comorbidities, if you will, between. I don't know what that word means. Similar, I didn't go to college. Like, similar traits or, okay. across both. Like you could look at one and say that could be ADHD or it could be autism. When you're oh. when you're looking at the traits and characteristics of a kid, but I I don't wow. diagnose though because I'm not a I psychologist. Know, right, <laughs> I cannot. But do diagnose. you think you could? Uh, they're talking about getting me trained on like running assessments. Wow. Yeah. I don't know if that's my interest though. Sure. Yeah. Is this your interest then? What you're doing now? Yeah. Yeah. Like so you far. could do this for the next thirty years. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I've put my blood, sweat, and tears into this career already. I've had, Quite literally. I've had four concussions in the last five Whoa, years. From, from the kids hitting yes. you and stuff? I, I've yeah. seen the photos oh that she posts of her injuries. <laughs> that is nuts, yeah, dude. Yeah, that, that was a long time ago, but it was memorable. Still, I, I used to work with special needs kids, and they it, they they will fuck you up sometimes. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's hard because... Like, the more I learn, the more I grow in my career, the more I have to, like, be very careful with how I talk about it. Because they're individuals and, you know, they're... They're people. They're people. Um, and they have caregivers that, you know, obviously probably watch things like these. But um, it's... I've been in very challenging situations. Uh, that's for sure. What's the, <laughs> what's the most challenging situation? Like, if somebody... Okay. If I'm if I'm a, if I'm 20 years old and I'm I'm like hey Miss Kelsey like do you <laughs> I want to do what you do I want to work mm. with I want to work with kids yeah what, like is there anything bad that could happen to me oh boy yeah it is depends there, on like don't cap me yo you know like what, what the kids they say on, no cap <laughs> yeah that is something the, a 20 year old would say I think youths. bet um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like what what would you tell me. If I asked you that, like, if I was like, "What you know, is, can anything bad happen to me? Would you be yeah, like... Yeah, for sure. Okay, like, like working what? Working with the autistic population, um, like, aggression is part of... It depends on the kid. Um, aggression and self-injury is very common. Mm -hmm. um, and most of the time... And it's... I, I'm just going to say this as a blanket statement. It's all individual. Like, I'm not speaking. I don't want to speak in generalities. I don't think anyone listening to this is like, I'm going to fucking cancel her if she me. says one wrong move. It's important to me, though. I, I understand. Um, yeah, to make the distinction. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> but, like, a lot of it's related to communication issues. So a lot of the time, like, the most challenging kids that I've worked with, some of them were 16 and didn't have a way to talk. So it's like no wonder. Oh, just completely nonverbal. Totally nonverbal. Damn. Okay. That's um, wild. Like they came to us. I was working in a residential facility, and we were like one step down from hospitalization. So we were mm. taking the most intense kids. So like up to twenty-one, big, big, big kids um, with the most severe behaviors. Uh, yeah, and like you know, I'm, I'm thinking of one kid in particular. He was sixteen. He just came to us had absolutely no communication system and was engaging in extremely high rates of um, self-injury and aggression. And it, I, in my opinion, it was all related to the fact that he literally couldn't tell us mm. what he needed or what he wow. wanted. Um, so it was a lot of like crisis intervention. Damn. And it's your job to figure mm. out the why the that's why. me. Like if they don't know why a behavior is happening, they call me. So, so are these are these kids like in that situation being 16 and nonverbal? Have they been nonverbal their entire mm -hmm. life, or did something traumatic happen now that made them nonverbal? That's, that's a good question. Okay. I think honestly, the more that I learn from like autistic people, I think sometimes it comes down to preference. Mm -hmm. um, like some people just don't want to talk, which is normal. Um, I don't want to talk all the time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, trauma certainly plays a huge. I've worked with a lot of traumatized kids mm. and in the and not necessarily autistic but trauma kids um and a lot of the there's a lot of similarities between autism and like trauma type behaviors if you will hmm. i guess i never really thought about it that way there's a lot of similarities between a lot of different behavioral disorders so it can be really hard to figure <coughs> figure out 
what's what and and why to di- and why you would diagnose one versus the other and and usually it's just to get services so do you ever meet um like a young person that is how do i put this like like rain man <laughs> like an autistic savant yeah i didn't know if savant was the like the correct term anymore but i don't the, know if it's the correct but there's term. like it's almost like because so when i would cut hair you know hmm. autistic kids would come in and there's just there's one thing that they'll find and it's almost like a whole different language for them yeah and it's hmm. like, and so i i always yeah. i wondered like you're working with them on a constant basis yeah so you're not like a savant but yeah like restricted interests is like part of the diagnostic criteria so like you only want to talk about this one thing or you yeah. only want to do this one thing and it's like intense so it's like if you try and change the subject it's like no 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 they bring it back to that this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you do you go and research the things that they want to talk about? <laughs> it depends. It depends. Like when I was working with kids out, I was I worked in public schools too. I researched a lot of what they were interested in, but that was just for me to build a relationship with them. Sure. Yeah. You know, just like talk the same language. It's so wild. You have the ultimate client customer or like uh, client slash service giver relationship there is. Yeah, because you have to figure out you you have to figure out not only like how to communicate with this person, but how to like make them behave sort of normally in a way. I think like, like a good way to frame it is you try to get to know the individual and the family, figure out what matters to them, uh-huh. and then you help them kind of pick the trajectory of like what you do, right? So it's like less of like being normal and more like what is meaningful to them okay. and how can I get them to go do that thing? Do you ever meet one and you're like, oh, the family's a piece of shit. Like they need to leave the family. <laughs> like, does that happen often? Families can be a big barrier to treatment for sure. And like, I've definitely worked with families that like want to prioritize so, like, we'll have a kid that, like, can't talk, but it's, like, I want them to learn how to write their name. Okay. Um, and things like that. And I'm, like, well, your kid can't talk. <laughs> you think it's just things that they grab onto and they won't let go of? And you're, like, no, you need to focus on this. This is yeah. way more important. I think it just depends on, like, perspective, right? Like, I, I don't yeah. know. It, and, and also, I'm not a parent. So I don't know what it's like to, like, have a kid and be like, oh, my God, I I had this vision of how my kid was going to be. And then I get a diagnosis and then it's like everything's different. Well, your kid is never going to be what you picture anyway. That's a good point. Yeah. That's a good perspective. Uh, I raised a kid with my ex and we it it was insane how much they change who they are from age, you know, 11 to 17 i mean it's just it's wild to like yeah think about but um that's good perspective me and my dad talked about that a lot when i was younger a little bit younger yeah because when you have a son like my dad used to talk about this with me is like when as a father when you have a son and maybe this is like an old school way of thinking but you know my dad wanted me to be just like him yeah i don't know if it works that way with mothers and daughters like did you have a relationship with your mom yeah i have a great relationship with my. are you guys very similar we are and we're not you are and you're not. Okay. We, I think they I'm, call that a non-answer. Is your yeah? I think that's a good answer. <laughs> is your mom in the same type of business as you? Is that uh, like where yeah, you learned it? Yeah, she's a physical therapist. Oh, nice. okay. Wow. She's so you, such a giver. Like I'm, I the reason I'm doing what I'm doing right now is 100. percent I blame her all the time. Yeah, she helps like, people man, feel better. It's great. Did you do a lot of charity growing up? Yeah, we did like mission. Like my family's really Christian. My parents are huh. like super religious. Okay. I'm not religious at all. Oh, you're um, not religious. How did you get out of it? just like thought about it yeah. <laughs> Pauses Dude, for two seconds. that is so fucking funny you said that i i went i went to a a youth group meeting one time Love with my that. friend the worst. so okay i was in it i did uh, so, it so okay so many of them kids were into heavy metal because the the pastors were all like 20 they yeah, fucked up their lives rocks, already man. and they were like no you listen <laughs> like you think that's music listen to this and then they would play them like like heavy metal and then like all the fucking christian hardcore bands would like are upright that's just so funny we haven't strange? had somebody on yet that was part of that and i yeah and i oh, remember yeah. seeing that the, for the first time and i was like what the f- like what is this like <laughs> it was so weird to me it was so foreign my my brother raised me in the hardcore scene that's how i know tom mm-hmm. oh, okay because he's five years older than me and when i was yeah. like 14 i went to this is hardcore it was my first show 
Wow. When it was still at whatever that strip club was. The Starlight Ballroom. The Starlight Ballroom. Oh, that's where This Is Our used to be? Yeah. A that's long cool. Time ago, a yeah. long time Dude, ago. Dude, I have a, I have Eight, a DVD nine. of Sam Hain playing in the Starlight Ballroom Eight, nine, from 1984. 10, 11, yeah. Cool. I like didn't realize until recently. I was like, "Why are there mirror? Why were there mirrors?" <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. No, but he he raised me in the hardcore scene. But he went and got his degree in youth ministry. What? And he's like a drop. He's like a dropout. Like he just, <laughs> he he graduated, but he doesn't believe in God. I sw- I swore he was like a like a like he could build shit or something he can yeah he's actually a carpenter now that's yeah he oh, is that's cool but yeah he, so like we were Fucking like we sweet. went on mission trips and stuff like Fuck. we did all of that like to the trip. yeah we went to honduras oh that's Sick. awesome and like yeah. build houses and stuff down there which honestly i think like is such a good like i'm very privileged like i, I lived a very cushy life growing up oh so really then, yeah, you know, middle middle class. Like I never, I always had a roof over my head. I was never hungry, like anything okay. like that. And so then to go there, and like see people eating out of fucking like trash, like yeah. I mean, wow, like that really fucking changes your. Oh yeah, you get you get way more perspective <laughs> Dude, that way. If it, if it was possible, it, that shit should be fucking required. That's of people. what I'm saying. Dude, you know what's like you know a, what's a month up, man? of like service works so, in another country. Yeah, like be exposed to other people like that. You need it very differently, dude. So before I enlisted, I tried joining the Peace Corps and they wouldn't let me in because I didn't have a college degree. I was like, what really? The fuck you have to have a college. Do you degree? need a college degree to Is get the into the Peace Corps? Corps still I, a thing? Yeah. Is that, it, it oh yeah, and they do okay. exactly like what you were just talking about. So I. Huh. I, I, I and I don't, I don't like the like the church, but I always wanted to do that. I used to do a lot of charity growing up. That's why I asked you. You yeah. seemed like a person who did a lot of charity. Yeah, um, it's my mom's fucking fault that I picked a job that's absolutely exhausting. It's yeah. mentally stimulating, but it can mm. be very exhausting. Oh, emotionally, it probably oh just destroys you on the inside. Man. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, I, I want to ask, like, did you uh, did you figure out that you had a knack for that or something? Yeah, yeah, I. Like, so you're like, this makes sense. You don't seem to have to a me. negative attitude. No. Like you joked with me in within 30 seconds of meeting me, which is great. Yeah. I like that. Like when somebody I'm, I likes I'm to joke fun. around. <laughs> no, I mean, it's just, it's, it's hard. Like bringing somebody on who we don't know sometimes oh, and yeah. they don't like, they, they don't, don't get the go. joke. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, no, I'm down to riff. Okay, good. Yeah, I want to do fun that's, stuff. That's all we do at my shit. at my work. So like we're super mean to each other. So I was like, <laughs> I always have to like test the waters with people. Yeah. I gotta like yeah. turn it off when I come home, yeah. or else I'm gonna say something mean to my wife, by, like by accident. And my wife's the <laughs> nicest person I've ever met. She's yeah. the exact she's opposite. Fucking... She doesn't have anything mean to say <laughs> she's about a anybody. Saint. She's yeah, a yeah, literally. She's, she's a good woman. We've been we've known each other since we were kids. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, but to go back to your your question, like yes, I felt like I I went. And I volunteered at this autism clinic and... And it was just clicking for it, you, it, like, I, right there? I felt like I wasn't good at anything. Like, and I then, was just, like, floating. Because, like, you know, you go and you get a psychology degree. Yeah, it means like, almost... What the fuck do you means do? nothing. It I mean, means you have to go to grad school. Yeah, it means uh, that yeah. you have to spend more money on something. I can, like, I can name five people with psychology degrees. That are in the service off industry. Off the top of my head. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah. like, if you get a psych degree, you go and you, you can get paid to be a one-to-one. Like, that is what you can do. What's a one-to-one? What is a one-to-one? Like, a, like a one-to-one aid. What is that? I don't like know. for a kid. So like if a kid needs individual support <gasps> oh, in school. Gotcha. Okay. Like That's what my mom does. Psych degree, okay. Yeah. You got it. Okay. But like that doesn't pay shit. Mm. No. Oh my God. I know the paraprofessional is like one of the phrases um, for a one-to-one. They get paid $9 an hour. <gasps> Jesus, Nine. Dude. Make more at McDonald's. That's what I'm saying. I, I had a therapist quit and go work at Walmart. She was like, I could make more hourly than have to get beat up by, you know, a kid Fuck. all day. I don't blame her at all. Do you ever get mad at, um, like, athletes for making, like, way more money than you? You know, so it's not athletes. It's, like, salespeople. Mm. Oh my. That shit pisses me off. I agree, that, yeah. That fucking grinds my gears. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm literally putting my blood, sweat, and tears into yeah. the livelihood of children, and, like, yeah. I, I just got a new job, and this is the most I've ever been paid, and I still don't make $90,000 a year. Mm-hmm. Do, I get mad at, like, influencers and stuff. Like, I, yeah. I'm just like, I'm like, why do like, you get to... fucking do something. Yeah, I those know. people, Those like, people, t- like... Now, they're, take, they're a flash in a pan. Right. They technically have no marketable skill unless they're able to pivot that 
and like somehow continue their influence and continue the re- and 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 they have to be savvy enough to start revenue streams early so that yeah. they don't have to fucking yeah. I so would, that once their fame is gone so is their money i would argue True. and that's they, rare i would argue they they largely they don't a, they have a very important marketable skill in this market is selling yourself right which yeah. the people at this table are not good at doing because we all I'm have doing worked it. service industry serving other people yep. mm-hmm. so that's something internal about us probably like yeah. mine was i needed a job and it was hiring and then i was right. like oh, i can do that right yeah like who else is gonna do it i guess i'll do it right yeah sort of what else would you do I ask myself that all the I'm time. I'm sure you do. Yeah, we all do. We're I all always joke. I'm like, man, why can't I just like scoop ice cream for a living? <laughs> you thought you'd, you'd want to work so in an ice true. cream parlor? I, I mean, like, it would be simple, right? In theory. In theory. Yeah. But it's. I wouldn't feel fee, feel fulfilled from that at all. It, like, the grass is you'd always be surprised. <laughs> I don't know. I I'm would you, have you worked in fast food or anything? <laughs> no, I worked in oh. retail. Oh, okay. Yeah, retail, I feel like, just destroys your soul. Yeah, it's a beast. Yeah, it's just like the shittiest people just acting shitty. Yeah. You know, and trying to buy stuff. Like, I worked at H&M in the Exton Mall. Mm-hmm. Exton Mall? Rip. Where is Exton? It's the deadest Exton PA, dead mall. Yeah. Right? It's the dead mall. The dead mall? Half it's... of it's literally a fucking doctor's office. Yeah. Oh. They were going to shoot, um, what's that fucking movie there? Clerks 3. Yeah. They, they were going to shoot Clerks it. 3 there? Yeah. yeah. Damn, they no wonder it's it. dying. I didn't even fucking care about seeing Clerks 3. I saw yeah. Clerks 2 and I was like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I didn't see Clerks. Oh, you just never even saw any of it? Yeah, you can skip them. Okay. (laughs) I think what makes people so awful in retail is that it's it's the every man or the every woman, the every person, and they want something. Yeah. And these people, since it's literally anybody, like... You like you literally don't know who you're gonna get, but you yourself are representing a brand usually in a store, and you have to keep up the customer service like facade, or or you have to just be a night like in theory you have to just be a nice person to people like no matter what no matter what yeah well I feel like you'd have to do that in your job now you can't be mean to somebody right oh absolutely not yeah no. if you're mean to somebody no you don't make money way. I've taught a lot of adults how to interact with children okay because yeah because like so much of our body language and tone conveys how you feel and what you think about a person most definitely when you have a kid that has trauma that is like used to you know it's like i wake up and like somebody's gone or you know i don't have food or whatever or they wake up to like violence or some shit all the time then it's like any little thing you say or even just how you stand near them can Hmm. be very traumatizing and like it can trigger like that fight flight or freeze sure so a lot of kids like act up in school because they you know they have trauma they're coming in they're in fight flight or freeze we don't know we say a thing or we physically move in a specific way and then it's like all of a sudden we're having problems and like why do you ever sit up late at night and you're just like man like the world's like fucked up you know you, you get in that yeah <laughs> all the time. right so like <laughs> most days. right i feel like our generation's yeah. getting to that age now where we're like okay the world you know the world is pretty fucked up i i think i said before we even started recording i was like we're watching the apocalypse before mm-hmm. our very eyes yeah and and like and i always say like things have always been this bad it's just they're just easier to be yeah. seen now just because we have cameras everywhere well, yeah, we go the information is so readily available yeah. that's why i'm like i'm not i had to delete my twitter like twitter ruined my mental health oh i, I <laughs> oh, never man. even had one i can't i've been thinking about deleting instagram it. and all that too i just I know. I, yeah i know if it weren't for this show i probably wouldn't exactly honestly yeah because i don't use it for the band anymore i just nope. yeah, yeah i like my haunted my haunted house stuff like i post on there anyway um but what i'm getting at is like you know you you work in the industry mm-hmm. that saves people right that saves them makes yeah. them i guess you. Could i mean for that. lack of a better term it makes them better people yeah like it helps them become people because you know, you can you can blame the school systems, you can blame the government or whatever. And I will. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Th- those are bad too. And, and I and I think I think I mostly blame parents. Like I go like, 
That's a big part. It's yeah, a, caregiver, a huge part. A huge part. And and that's what I I wonder if you ever just like I don't like. Do you ever? I guess what I'm saying is like, do you ever feel like, boy, I I really I made a really small drop in this fucking giant glass of water today. Yeah, hmm. it's it's how you have to to cope with it. Hi. Oh, that's Haku. He wants to come say hi now. Hey, he likes head go. scratches and nothing else. Just yeah. so you know, he's a great. He's a great dude. He's um, a great guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I morale is hard to come by when you're working in such a chaotic and intense environment and you're working with just so many challenges like you know teachers screaming at you screaming at the kids the kids throwing desks and like all this stuff yeah and i always just told everybody like you show up seven and a half hours a day give it 110 percent, and then you go home because that's literally all you can do there's nothing else you're not in control of any other circumstances they're going to go home to their bad living situation and like it's easy to get caught up in that and try and like it's hard to disconnect after work i don't know if you oh. guys do that like i have to like I fucking for me it's easier than for you because i'm a mechanic it's hard because it's like sometimes Same. i just want to like i work turn with, it yeah. off i work I with can't. spreadsheets i i leave the door and then my mind goes blank yeah i can't like i i when i worked out in coatesville i was commuting 50 minutes fuck. oh fuck that and the so whole car ride probably is. yeah so it's like the whole car ride i'm like trying to like <laughs> decompress do you listen to podcasts <laughs> yes yeah that's cool i'm yeah. like a big D podcast really oh, uh, oh yeah fuck i can't remember the name of that big one but yeah uh, the Adventure Zone's like one of my favorites. Oh no, that's not. But the one Dimension Twenty is really okay. Popular yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen really that. Yeah, I literally yeah. was just thinking about like subscribing cool. to them monthly because so, they put out so much. Do you good play stuff. tabletop games too? Just like um, any tabletop games? Not a lot, but my family actually has dabbled in doing D and D. My brother DM'd, and my parents played. Oh, that's cool. Us. Yeah, yeah that's very, was, very cool. It was fun. We only did it a couple times, but it's like everybody wants to play D and D, but nobody wants to be the DM. Why? It's tough. You know? It's fun. Oh, you, fucking, you, you would love to be the DM. Let me tell you, that's I man, I, this I one. I don't know if I'm creative enough to do that much, though. Oh, my God. I'm not I sure. I think you are. Yeah, but you write Maybe. stories all the time, right? Yeah. I, so I wouldn't mind doing it. Yeah. You'd probably I, I would like really to. Good the wife would lo- my wife Let's would love to that. play. Yeah, actually, we have a game that's more fun than D&D sitting over there, and we cannot get people over to play it. Like, I would love. What's it called? Uh, Betrayal at the House on the Hill. Have you ever played that? No, I've never even heard of it. It's a it's like a board game where like let's say there's four of us um one person is going to betray the other three but nice. you don't know who it is yet and as you roll the dice you build your house ha- like you build a house as you go if that makes sense huh. like say you roll a five or whatever you're laying down like pieces to move five steps and then you continue and, and build it bigger and bigger until it's the size of this table mm. and mm. you're going in different rooms and you have to it's mm. really fun but in D I could just be the betrayer always you could yeah you know yeah that is totally. the type of character i would totally play oh you like to betray people uh, i like <laughs> let's get into that yeah let's get into that. <laughs> have, you ever bet- have you ever betrayed an autistic child oh no <laughs> have you told them they're autistic their whole absolutely time with you not. and then and then absolutely not. they weren't i have actually worked with them a kid that was totally very verbal and like eight and had no idea they were autistic but they were getting my. They were getting services from. Do us. most people who are diagnosed with autism know that they're autistic? I don't know. I, oh. I don't know. Maybe I, I would like <laughs> to think they would know, but it depends on how the family I think decides to handle that information. I just mean, mm. I guess like you know when you know when you're like in middle school or high school, and there's always a dude who's like, man, I'm crazy, and you're like, okay, <laughs> sure, if you're I'm telling sure. me you're crazy, you're not crazy, right? And how everybody on the internet is like. I'm autistic. Oh, oh fucking everybody! Oh, just yeah. my autism. Yeah. yeah it's well, just it's that. Autism. It's that. It's that little bit of. If that. It's that sympathy attention. It's that, that little bit of sympathy it attention. It's. 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 Let me. Let me get away with the thing I just said because you know. Yeah. I'm but maybe. Maybe mean? this will make you less mad. Hearing this is my perspective on it. I do think that it has been helpful for people that are underdiagnosed to figure out whether or not they're autistic. Sure. By, yeah. Like hearing people talk about it. Like the good mm-hmm. outweighs the bad. Like women are typically are very underdiagnosed because everything really? we know about autism was studied with like white boys, mm. oh, white, okay. white men. So all those autistic traits that are like in the diagnostic manual are more white kids autistic than black kids or Hispanic a lot kids of, or a than lot Asian of, kids. A lot of black and brown children are yeah. underdiagnosed with autism because what happens is 
they get slapped with like some kind of other behavioral diagnosis because mm. the behaviors and I think like think about all your biases and like all that stuff mm-hmm. come into play and you see a kid that's like tearing it up and it's like, well, I could diagnose them with like bipolar or I could give them like mm. oppositional defiant disorder. Right. Or I could take the time to figure out that they're autistic and they're like in a classroom that they shouldn't be in. So autism became the get out of jail free <laughs> card for the white kids, basically. Oh, man. In a way. That is not what I'm saying. No, no, no. No, but I, I know what you mean. Where Quite it's the like, opposite. It, it's like um, that happens a lot in the medical field we're finding out now is yeah. that like white studies turn out far different from black mm-hmm. brown every every other person you know mm-hmm. studied like or uh the like i know they used to say at least my wife informed me on all this like that black women didn't feel pain as much as white women well, that's like, not true at all exactly so but it was all like the doctors the studies, were just like yeah that sounds right like check that box it. yeah yeah everything we know about like um gynecology and like women's health was all yeah. those things were done on on black women yeah without oh, yeah. anesthesia which oh, yeah. then so has pushed this crazy. narrative that black women don't feel pain, which it's is fucking, absolutely fucking insane. Yeah, dude, that's bonkers. It's provably untrue. Literally. Well, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah, man. Everybody yeah. feels pain. Yeah. Um, oh, what else? What else? That's shit. I just feel like I have so many. You have a lot of questions. So many. Well, I not, can see it. Not really. I, I mean, I get, I get the gist of what you do. I just, like, I want to I wanna get into, like, like, what are your worst days, man? Like, oh, that's a great question. Yeah. Mm. Like, what are the, what are the days like where you're like, I think I'm gonna quit, and then <laughs> and then you don't, and then you and then you take that car ride home, and or then you're you, like, man, you go, you I'm really if I wasn't there, things would be out of control. <laughs> that's so many of those. Oh yeah, no, 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 I have too. That's why I'm wondering, like, like recently, what can you think of that you're allowed to talk about? Um, that's like in the broadest terms in the broadest terms yeah i think the days where you're just constantly putting out fires where it's Mm. like i've done all the training i've given you all the supports and like no matter what it's still and like when i was working in schools you know one school has however many kids so you're just getting calls over and over and over again and you're just jumping from one issue to the next issue and one might be a teacher issue or a kid issue and you're just exhausted because you might be getting beat up you're running around um and i worked with kids that like would run out of the building and like might cross a highway so Mm. like if they're going for the highway it's me and it's a marathon and i'm gonna sprint to you as fast you have to go get them i I was gonna ask if that is my job if you had goons I'm the goon. You're the goon? I'm the goon. You don't have a what? team of giant guys and scrubs no. to collect No, people? you know, men don't, a lot of big men don't don't work in behavioral health, at least out hmm. where I was working. Okay. I think just because of the location. Is it mostly, uh, is it mostly f- female? It's women that are like my size. And like when I was working in that hmm. residential facility with like the really aggressive guys, it was like me running around. You know, we didn't have a lot of guys. Why do you think... A guy like Tom would have been so fucking helpful? Thanks for that. I could be helpful he just also. His, just his stature. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I can help. I wish I didn't have a face that was just so close to a fist. You know what I mean? Oh, like, man. I'm so low to the ground. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I struggle you know? with that as well. <laughs> like, they'd have to kind of aim up I have a very punchable face. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I assumed you had goons. Okay, we were finding out no, that you were the goon. Dude, I am like the, the. I was the line of defense when I was working in public schools. Why do you think me, are men just not? They they are men just not getting into that line of work anymore? Or what, what's what's going That's on with a, that? I don't know. I don't know if that kind of goes back to like the natural like the historic like women are the caretakers. Like uh, I don't. That know was if my next that, question. I think that has to be part of it. Because men are so emotionally unavailable and stupid that they can't. They're also dumb and and they don't know how to do anything. Yeah, (laughs) they're not good multitaskers. I'm an awful multitasker. You and and I'm a great multitasker. So well, maybe you would be good in the. Fifty percent of men at this table are good multitaskers. (laughs) 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 So, I yeah. It requires a lot of multitasking. You have to do a lot at once. That does. In fact, me and Bruce were talking about that last week. Bruce, who we had on the show, we're Mm -hmm. talking about how men in movies and TV are just portrayed as complete fucking idiots and it drives me oh, the whole sitcom nuts. thing 
I mean, yeah, sitcom movies. Well, somehow we know nothing of. Uh, I don't know. It, it really it makes me very upset. <laughs> Why? Why does that make you so upset? Oh, uh, because I work really hard on knowing things and doing yeah. things, and like I'm always been like a person of many trades, or like I've learned yeah. things. He's I, always I'm, doing I'm, something. He's always informed on something. Yeah. I will give him that. Yeah, yeah. like like like. I showed my wife how to sew and knit. Like she didn't know any of that stuff. And typically that's like a female cool. thing, but it's yeah. like, I know how to fucking do it. Yeah. Like it's not that hard to learn. You just do yeah. it. And yeah, like well, that's, somehow but that's an effort thing. That's you sitting there being like, I care to do this. True. No, I know. But I feel like a lot of, you know, men have a ton of knowledge, you know, and, and that could there be are so many men that don't care to know though. Hmm. Yeah. But You're there's so many the women that don't care to know as well. Oh, <laughs> well, no, because okay. So, who are Tom? Who are you going to hire as a babysitter for your kid, her or me? Right? I have no kids. We're both so no right, babysitter. but I'm saying he got typically. That snap. Typically, Can I say that on the pod. Uh-huh. Okay. Typically, great. I told the families are going to oh, hire okay. Kelsey over me. Sure. Like, yeah. I've babysat before. Probably. Not yeah, because I'm a, Yeah, because you're you're a woman. Yeah. Yeah, they're just more trustworthy with kids. You know, it, it's always been looked at. I also grew up. So this is also comes from this. I had a dad that was like a really good dad, mm. and a mom that was like bonkers. Mm. And I would watch my dad get arrested on a whim, like when she would just she just call the cops. Like they didn't mm. live together, so she would just call the cops. They just show up, arrest him, and like they didn't ask him anything. It was just. They just took her word, you know, Come go on, for it. Rick. And I'm always like, this is insanity. Like, yeah. it, it's, it, it really does suck. I, I really hope that stigma starts to change. I think it's hard because I do feel like in like courts and stuff like that, that's probably still In a Delaware prevalent. court, women will typically win. I don't know how it is in yeah. Pennsylvania. I don't know. I'm not you, that tapped you, in. You live, I, I guess I don't want to say exactly where you live on the podcast, yeah. but my sister used to live there and okay. Wanda Sykes lives there or she at least used to still i think so yeah because my sister used to see (laughs) her walking her dog she might not she might not i don't don't know i'm gonna have to google that (laughs) but she did for a very long time yeah she lived like on the same block as them too why would she pick there i think she she had two homes yeah she's from like philly area okay yeah i think she had two homes because i know she i know she lived in la too because like she would always be on uh curb enthusiasm and stuff Mm. so i know she like had at least a house out there she was a reoccurring character like um uh yeah so so i i was wondering like uh why there's no men and i i kind of feel like we answered it because men just are i feel like we're we're all just under the uh impression even of ourselves that we're not good with kids or something like we've been taught that our whole life i agree because it's like you know as you're when you're raised as you can speak to this more than me but it's like you know you're taught that like emotions are and vulnerability is not important and like yeah yeah. you know so there's probably a lot of discomfort but also i will say this and i think it relates to jujitsu too is like men have a lot of ego oh yeah and in my experience when i've trained people or worked with people or done jujitsu like they there's ego involved that's a barrier to learning quickly so i think um so men men have ego around other men but it's funny what do women have in that competition realm around Mm. like you've probably spent more time with groups of women than i have i don't know if tom has but i assume you've just been in locker rooms with women yeah like what is the thing like men it's always like wherever me and tom go we were talking about this earlier men will always want to fight with us or become violent no matter what if if i just go to the deer park it's literally happened to me just go to the deer park tavern go meet a friend nothing there's just always gonna be as soon as you walk in Men look around, and and every male That's who so is sit at the table with us. Do you has that happened to you? I is it him? I'm, I'm is not his problem. I'm not trying to be like antagonistic here, but that has never once happened to me. Oh, it's I happened to me. I talk about this with maybe all your, the guys maybe at work. It's your face. It might be my face. Yeah, it might be my. Bi- I feel like my maybe big you eyes. Do have a punchable I, face? I do. But but seriously, you ask most. He has men, a crankable neck too. You know, I heard. And what's like Tom's been fucked up before, yeah. by yeah. a man. So I don't know yeah. why. But anyway, for for no reason. So yeah. I don't know why he would deny this. Fuck like, that guy. But yeah, but um. But no matter where you go as a man, there are always other men that want to fight. I like, still think that, like, to relate that to that thing, 
I think that was more of an individualistic thing. Mm. Like, that was a him thing, not a yeah, guy thing. Yeah, agree. That makes sense He's a guy. to me. I just, there's always going to be those guys. Always to be guys. a guy. Yeah. But I'm saying there's always those guys. Oh, out. yeah, that's, there that's always, life. Yes, yes, there will right, always but, be. But there's not always, girls aren't looking at me wanting to fight. And don't I don't know that. And I, okay. But I there's probably some that want to fucking I'm, fight you right now. Right, <laughs> I would love to fight right now. Like, they want to fucking slam you right now. Yeah, dude. let's um, destroy all of this equipment. Yeah, <laughs> this is all Flip mine. Don't do that. Table. It's our equipment. Oh, yeah. Um, but no, I, I just wonder I, what's I the. I can't relate. I, I don't think I've had very positive experiences with women. Oh, I good. really have. Um, it's really the men. <laughs> There and that's in my, my, in my, that's why in my is, job in my job because no, I just think men life. men I, are not used to and this is like my context men were are not used to like me being because I was always in the leadership position like I was the supervisor okay yeah so I think receiving feedback and getting trained and being told what or how to do something by a woman was hard for them hmm. some not all really. Oh yeah, that's wild. To oh me. yeah, but that's but that's also just like working in my field. There's a lot of people that feel that they know what they're doing and they don't need to be taught. But my job is like you have to be a life time like a lifelong learner. You cannot be ever mm-hmm. act like you know what you're doing because you don't. You have a lot to learn, and um, if you can't get trained and and receive feedback, you will not succeed in my job. You okay. have to yeah. constantly be observed and be told like do it this way do it that way in order to provide like good good stuff uh, our 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 fields of work are so not similar and yeah. i f- felt that on like a spiritual level because my boss is a woman mm. and she's like one of the best financial brains i've ever met or let alone like learned from in my entire life yeah and i like i hear it constantly when we're in meetings with other departments fucking all these dudes in in their other higher positions like all this all the instruction and training and all the knowledge that my boss puts out like gets fucking ignored yeah. by all these people yep. and i'm like if you would just fucking listen and take a lesson once from a woman you think it's because of her I'm, sex i'm, I'm Perhaps it could it could be it could be that simple. It could be a little more complicated, but I think it's because they just can't fucking take criticism from somebody who doesn't do what they exactly do or their job is a little different. But my boss is in a leadership position. She's there's there's the president and vice president of our company. There's the general manager and then there's her and people. It's I I never really connected the dots until now, but people cannot fucking cope with the fact that this woman is telling them what to do and they don't want to do it. Yeah, it's it's a humbling thing to like be watched and then be told like maybe you could do it differently. Yes, it's hard. They need their egos destroyed. Yeah, or at least checked and they need to take a fucking lesson once and the yeah. and the workplace would be incredible. Well, in that in my experience, it was kind of a like, "Hey, I'm going to give you all the tools. If you decide not to use them, um, don't call me. You can call me. I might show up, but if you're not going to do what I'm recommending, then then, then you're on your own." Yeah. And people that don't do it a lot of the time would get beat up and then they'd be like, mm, "So what was it that you said?" And I was like, "Yeah." Funny story. <laughs> You got punched in the face one time, and now you're like, okay, maybe I should do what she said. And some I think, things come back to people just need a punch in the fucking I, face. I always say that. I nice say humbling. at least once a year, everybody a should get punched in the face. Yeah, I think once every five now, years. It humbles you, especially like, because that's how males solve a lot of their problems. Yeah. Oh, it shattered the fuck out of my ego. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it does. It, it makes you think twice about running your mouth, or fucking maybe you, you punch somebody in the face. And yeah, and people like, keep trying to fight you. Yeah. So what's up with that? That's just, I mean, you just, yeah. <laughs> Everywhere you go, yeah. people are looking at always, you. Dude. So maybe That's how it's always been, dude. always get punched in the face once I've been year. punched in the face too many times, Too many man. times. Dude, that's why I look like this, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's wild, too, because in the, in the military, I mean, especially in the army, I think, because I think we have the most females in our branch. I'm pretty sure. Us in the Air Force, maybe like tied, but mm. um, a lot of our leaders are female. 
Yeah. So hmm. you, so we just like for me, I, I've never seen a male soldier get upset from taking orders from a female. Is that because they're the not state, allowed to? Yeah, the because they are totally them? different. You uh, no, I've just, I've right? just no, because I mean, there's still locker room talk to. in. There's still locker room talk in the army, but you know. Of course, the, but what's the consequence? So, say it, yeah, for it's example, a big consequence that's if, what I'm if you saying. get caught. But what I what I'm saying is even one on one, that that never comes up. Mm. Okay, Interesting. let me give you any just like this is like it's funny like all the comments are gonna be like this guy's whole life is basic training. At basic training, Again. Um, I had a I had a drill sergeant, female, who was the meanest of all the drill sergeants nice. typically your f- female drill sergeants are meaner than your male drill sergeants that's just how it goes like ask ask anybody and i'm sh- i don't know if it's the same in the marines for the drill instructors or whatever um we all had to do we were all in the field for like four days you have to do this dumb exercise it's called the forge it's really stupid but you're at your you ruck out to, you have like a bunch of weight on your back. You have like 60, 70 pounds on your back of just like equipment. Yeah. That's too much. Just dumb. Do you know that's too much? Uh, I, don't even wa- I don't even want to wear a Jansport. You'd be, <laughs> you'd be surprised. It's it's not that that's I've done like worse than that. Like, but and it's Brag. that that's not no, no, no. But what I'm saying is that's not the worst part of it. The I've worst part this whole fucking the worst <laughs> part <laughs> is the worst part is the not showering. That fucking sucks. I hate like being out and just doing dumb army shit and not uh, being able to shower. I love being clean. Me too. I love it so I, much. Dude, getting sand in your crotch area is the fucking worse, bro. Because you got to just keep... I told you about how I had the, that, the army fucking underwear stuck to me and I had to oh. peel it off. I was just covered in blood. Oh my you want to talk about a horror story? They take your underwear and they do what, Matt? What? When you get there, they take your underwear and then they make you use that card to buy theirs. What? what? Oh, yeah, what? yeah, yeah. Explain you, that again. So, it, at least when when I went, you had to wear the army-issued underwear, which are tidy whities which are already, that's like the worst thing you can wear as a male with, um, you know, a package going on. Because it like suffocates your <laughs> shit. Like, How so you described that was so funny. Uh, yeah, <laughs> very astute so, observation. Yeah, so it, yeah, it's, it suffocates you down there, and you're just you're constantly sweating. It's the middle of summer. You're just like out, like it's always you're covered in sand or dirt or whatever the fuck. It's just so. Stupid. What you're saying is Schmutz. you don't wear briefs. No, I do wear briefs. Tidy whities are a completely different story because they oh, go. Are we up talking like the uh, triangle shape in the middle? Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. Um. Anyway, that was stupid. So so back to my my point is um. The, the, the feet, like, this is just, this is that drill sergeant. All the drill sergeants have to do this stuff with you. It's really tough to be a drill sergeant. You're just like doing the hardest shit all the time. time. And you're making sure you train people to also do this shit properly and to give a shit about the army. Like the drill sergeants are like the people that give a shit the most about the army. Right. Yeah, um, I would like to have more females on the show, on this show in general, in general. and I would love to have yeah. female soldiers on. Yeah, it's a it's a weird dynamic. It's also um, so we do a lot of sexual harassment programs. You know, yeah, pretty much all for the women's benefit. Obviously, there were women getting sexually assaulted in the military for so they can, too, yeah. yeah. Uh, but for the most part, when and whenever you get these talks, it's Oops. always some. It's usually a. a it's usually a female who's the representative and then a male who is like a higher rank and he'll come in at the end and be like, and if I see any males touching females inappropriately, I myself will punch you in the face. And I'm and in my head, I'm going, what about the females touching the males inappropriately? And they never talk about it. That women rarely ever get in trouble. It's always uh, in especially. Yeah, well, statistically, who's getting sexually assaulted and reporting it? The females. Yeah. Yeah. The That's men why. never report it, but it, it'll have like there. There's like a famous case of a um of a female getting mooned while they were all uh like all the soldiers together were drunk. <laughs> And um, the man got like UCM Jade for that. What does it, it stand for? The uh, the military court, court of justice. Or whatever? Like, okay. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it does sound typically, funny. males get in trouble. That's more. so. But if you look at like society, like that's literally not the case at all. 
I'm t- I totally agree with you. 98% of rapists that are men don't yeah. go to jail. No, I'm sure. Or yeah, in not, the civilian world. No, yeah, there's no consequences And in the civilian all. world, I will say, I see more female leaders in general. Like, just, like, I think uh, women right now in the United States are typically the breadwinners. Isn't that, isn't that, like, the statistic Hell now? yeah, brother. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Or, like... That fucking rules. I usually see... This is just an observation I've had in the barber shop for years. I would see a woman driving her male love partner <laughs> or whatever to... He walks in with his pajama pants and cookie monster fitted hat yeah exactly he's the dude. passenger there's, princess there's, uh, yeah. yeah okay so this is also noticed by everyone else right i thought it was just me it's always some motherfucking fucking life though I you would, know be yeah. like a stay-at-home dad and like you know dude i think that would kind of rock i would be it would it's the just the greatest stay-at-home I was, husband I, of all time <laughs> You know how fucking I don't know hard why I, would try? I looked at you, but I was like, I feel like Tom would really enjoy doing I that. I would try so hard. <laughs> Nothing wouldn't be done. It's the perfect situation, but I would go crazy. I, I'm like a doer. I have to be productive. I yeah, can't be in my house all day. Yeah, I like to day. be productive. Yeah.